This Wicked Way Comes is a work of fiction that includes adult themes, language, and subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to all you beautiful people out there in the radio wasteland. It's me, the last known king of swing, DJ Cash Vile. This week's episode is brought to you all by Necro's Real Skin Condoms. We take a dead man's dick and scoop that fucker off while the bastard is still warm. Then we soak it in salt water, wrap it up in some OEM no shit for real aluminum foil, and sell it to you. So not only are you fucking responsibly with the real thing, but you're fucking with a real life dead man's dick. Think on that. Last week, we saw our gals lose their horses, but maybe find love? Probably not, but at least it sounded like a good time. Clean guns, damp desires, and gambling regrets. Get ready for this week's episode of This Wicked Way Comes, featuring those go-go gals of global thermonuclear destruction, Maris and Warble of the Wasteland. Come alive with a gasp between Pepper and Frank's. You have an arm around each as they snore like kittens using your magic boobs as pillows. Magic boobs. You very delicately extricate yourself from the tangle, but when you put your feet to the ground, you're like a deer after just being born. (laughs) It's late at night and you're already hung over. But with a smile and a quick nod, you're proud of yourself for making Fanks pull out before he came. (laughs) Though, considering how much he came, you'd be surprised if half the market weren't pregnant and all those guns under the bed weren't useless. (laughs) You pull your clothes on while you pick up blue pubic hair from your teeth. You tuck it inside your mohawk for safekeeping and duck outside the tent for some fresh air. Every other vendor is equally closed for the night, and everything is still, save a few people smoking and playing cards, and the occasional commotion from the bar carried on the wind. Maybe it's a ghost, but she's not even there until you blink against the lamplights, and you almost believe she appeared before your eyes. She moves quickly, but unmistakably singular, alone. She's covered head to toe in black rags, with a skirt edge stained vibrant blue that peppers the ground with dried blue flakes. These flakes blacken as they fall away from the wet blue mass on her hem. You're impressed by how quick she's moving, despite being hunched over an octillo walking stick. You have to pee, and you could really use a glass of water. What do we do? I feel like I really need to pee, so I keep my eye on the lady, mm-hmm. and I just like move into a alleyway of some sort to relieve mm-hmm. myself. She's going pretty fast. Oh, um, she's running right at me? No, or? she's just, she's not coming anywhere near you. Oh. you. You just see her going past. Oh, okay. So you're going to go pee? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pee. Great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to roll for it. You know what? It's, it's pretty pretty straightforward, you think? I don't know. Let's, uh, <laughs> now, go over your moves to know what you, can, what you can do, because there are certain ones like read a sitch or read a person, and those are all mm-hmm. important. You did that on Frank's. Could I, of this lady walking by me, can I, like, read her? Like, read a person or do i have to be like actually talking to yeah her? you're not interacting with her so you could read the situation okay 10 10 is a ab- success absolute success you see this woman uh, moving away and she's moving away from you quickly towards the gates of town which are in fact closed for the night but she seems determined she doesn't seem deterred by the idea that the gates are closed the 30 seconds it took you to pee put quite a distance between you and her you can see that the hem of her skirt is the same blue color as the roots that your horses were eating and she's leaving you a trail by, by those, those flakes yeah. essentially falling off. So, but so I do she's, find her suspicious. Yes. 
Am I dressed? Did I get dressed? Um, I mean, I guess not. Also, that also, we fucked that up. You're supposed to ask questions if you mm-hmm. rolled a ten. Okay. So now you have three. There's three questions you can ask. Three so, questions. What should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout for how this woman intends to pass through the gate. Is she a threat to me in some not way? Not at all. No. I feel like those. Are, that's all that really applies in this Rita Sitch. Well, you get one more. So let's go with who's in control here. Oh, okay. I'll say that she's in control um, mm-hmm. as she's kind of scurrying away from you or more like thumping since she's got this walking stick. You can see that no one seems to be paying her mind. She's moving through the place. Granted, there aren't very many people out, but she's moving through uh, the market towards the gate almost in partic- not invisibly, but no one seems to be paying any attention to her. So I want to know if I'm dressed and do I have all my stuff so that I can go after her? You don't have all your stuff, but you're dressed. I'm, I am dressed. Yeah. All right. I'm uh. I'll go after her. Okay. I follow her trail of blue little flakes. So as you're following the trail, the flakes are in fact turning black. They fade from a blue to a black as they're going forward. You come out into the like main area of the market. It's very quiet now. You can you can hear some people laughing and playing cards, but it's almost at a distance. Nothing feels incredibly close to you. In fact, it feels super isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is probably about midnight by now. So it's dark. It's dark. A lot of the lamplights have burned out and the stars are stretched across the sky at this point. And as she cuts a corner, you approach and and peek at her as she keeps uh, heading away, but she hasn't noticed you yet. Mm -hmm. I say, hey, what's up? She's still going. I say, hey, lady with the blue flakes. She's in fact speeding up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I run after her. All right, um, you go after her and you're you're on her six. All right, I like grab her by the shoulder to turn her around. And so I roll for that, yeah. You grab her by the shoulder. <laughs> uh, so you grab her by the shoulder and spin her around towards you. And as you do, she hits you in the gut with a taser. Mm. Well. And, and hits you for uh, uh, one harm. One harm. Yeah, so the harm is down there at the bottom. It's the first one. Mm-hmm. So you'll kind of scratch in that first 12 to 3. Mm. Okay. Um, now there's a harm move. So let's look at that. Well, if I was naked, I think I would have two armor. Mm-hmm. But since I'm wearing clothing, it's one armor. Yes. So uh, she hits you for one harm, but you're wearing one armor. So you, in fact, uh, suffer zero harm. Why don't you roll anyway on a plus zero? Seven. Seven. So that's a mild success. So on a mild success, you don't suffer any harm, but the shock knocks you back onto your onto your ass. Ooh. And she kind of stands over you for a minute and you see, you can see through her cowl just, just for a brief moment. And it's almost as if her face is in two places at once. And I just say like, you're like littering or something. Look and, at all this blue stuff. Right. And she turns. She's, she's not at all interested in that. She, and she, <laughs> she turns and, and heads away again. Warble's unimpressed with her uh, demeanor mm-hmm. and she shrugs it off. Mm-hmm. And she's 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 done. Cool, very cool. <laughs> Do you want to? She's take... just trying to be friendly. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take a look at any of these flakes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So you pick them up and look them over, and you kind of like roll them in your fingers. And as you're mm-hmm. crushing them, you're revealing more of the blue, but it still turns to black. You know, as if you mm-hmm. were as if you were like grinding like some kind of herb. And as you you know how when you grind mint. There's like juice inside or it Mm -hmm. kind of reveals like pulp and then dries up as you're going. It's kind of like that, except like blue 
blue will be revealed, but then mm. turn black once it hits the air. And mm. um, while you're doing that... How does the color blue compare to the color of my hair? It's not similar at it's all. Not it's not not okay. the same blue at all. But as you're uh, doing this, why don't you roll plus weird? It's nine. As you do this... The colors of everything around you seem to brighten up. It's not as if you have night vision because everything is still in a vibrant color, but you can see the details of the buildings around you much more vibrantly. Like the lights turned on a little bit, or...? It's like the lights turned up and on a little bit, Mm -hmm. but not like the yellow lamplight, more like the sun's coming up like on a cloudy day, I guess. So certain colors are much more vibrant while others are a little subdued. I guess it's more like that, Mm. where you're able to kind of see everything around you. And as you do this, it suddenly feels like you're hit in the face and you fall back. You, you know, you're you're sitting down in the dirt and you kind of like mm-hmm. fall fall onto your back and you're staring up. Yeah, I'm like, I'm already on my ass. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so you're, you're staring up at the sky and the stars seem to move much quicker. They, they go from being dots in the sky to being like streaks and lines. This seems very exciting. Warble's kind of into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Like- so you do this and as you do this, the sky turns like that same blue color that you were just crash, uh, crushing in your fingers. Mm-hmm. And in there you can see yourself and Maris sleeping on 100 Hill. Like yesterday? Yeah, like yesterday. But the landscape as you see yourselves sleeping there and you move backwards away, seeing more and more of the landscape, you can see that you're actually sleeping on top of a pregnant woman's belly Mm. and that there's like the tree with the roots is growing out of her navel. Then it's gone. You're back in the dark lying on your butt. Based on the sounds you can hear from the world around you, it's only moments after you passed out. Mm -hmm. So with that vision, why don't you roll plus psychic harm, which you're going to, you've suffered one psychic harm. So roll plus one. So a nine. Nine. You are able to sit back up at that point and the flakes have basically just turned to nothing. You can still see the remnants of them on your fingertips, but there's, there's hardly anything there anymore. And Mm -hmm. uh, the woman is completely gone. Mm. She's completely disappeared. In the time you were out, the trail she the left has blown away. And suffer one psychic harm. All right, let's. Uh, why don't we move over to Maris? Mm-hmm. So Maris, you wake up sometime later. The headboard of the bed is up against a large open window, and the wind billows the threadbare curtains up over your head. They move up there, hanging in the breeze, and then fall back to the wall, just nearly grazing your face. The air is sweet with the steely tang of welded metal and the occasional waft of the burning garbage smell that has accented the world your whole life. Kai is gone, but the water in the basin tub is steaming, like he left it hot for you. It takes you a minute to adjust, but you see a man sitting in the corner holding a shotgun just as he speaks, and he says, Don't worry none, Miss Maris. No one's gonna bother you while you sleep while all cowards got you covered. You're alarmed, and you sit up, naked, mm-hmm. and consider him. It's obvious he's got his eye on the warm bath more than he could care about your tits. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Maris, Maris, she sneers at Coward a bit, and she says, Coward, I'd appreciate if you if you watched out for my interests from the other side of the store. All right, that's well, I'll, well, well, all right, well, all right, that's fine. I, I don't mind, I don't mind sitting outside as much. Kai, Kai asked me to sit in here, but 
that's that's fine as that's fine as ladies ladies choice ladies choice as it were as it were mm-hmm. uh, he he kind of is getting up but like very slowly you know he's like checking the chair to like make sure he didn't like drop anything and he's kind of mm-hmm. like turning this way and what that making sure things haven't fallen off of him as coward well. all right all right i'm going i'm going i'm going mm-hmm. i'm going i'm going now i'm going 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 now yeah um enjoy not- enjoy your bath enjoy your bath miss marissa uh, there's some towels there towels there hanging on the wall on the, uh, as it were and mm-hmm. and he he goes he goes yeah and it's not so much out of modesty that she wants him gone just she does not she would like her privacy yes that's fine that's fine he actually takes the chair with him Mm -hmm. and drags it along he opens the door and there's not much going on outside anymore it's early but the bar room has died down to just kind of murmurs it doesn't seem to be as rowdy as it was during the period when you and kai were together where it started to be kind of like an early evening and you could hear the construction had stopped on the wall and people were enjoying their evening. Though it's still early, it's pretty well died down to just kind of a calm, you know? Mm-hmm. So he goes outside and he sets his chair up. He leaves the door open for an obnoxious amount of time as he like sets up the chair and then he it closes, he kind of he kind of ducks in. All right, anything you need now, I'll be, I'll be right out here. Any- Maris just- stomps over and slams the door in his face. You, you hit him in the face for five harm and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can hear him on the other side of the door, like, well, all right, that's all I understand. It's not everything. All right, all right, sitting down. I'm sitting down now. All right. So you take stock of your surroundings. There's still the large basin tub full of steaming water. The room is kind of done in the same piecemeal construction that the downstairs part of the bar was. A lot of corrugated steel panels and old plywood hammered up. The window actually looks to be a proper window unit out of a home. Hmm. So it's not just a flap. It's like a real window. Somebody somebody found a, had a good find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But otherwise, it's a fairly small room just kind of holding the bed. There's a large dressing screen in one corner of the room that's mirrored on one side. So you can, you're can, you essentially standing there looking at yourself after you slam the door. Mm-hmm. Um, Has Kai left any of his things behind? No, there's no, not a, there's there's not a sign of him. There's nothing for me to snoop, snoop on? Not at the moment. All right, so I'm going to take a bath. Cool. All right, you slide in, and uh, why don't you describe He's the bath to good. me? The water's already kind of dirty, but that's just how, how things go. But it's hot, and Maris has had a long, uh, long trek, so she's she's grateful for the easing of the muscles and all that. She's hoping Kai maybe comes back soon. She doesn't really feel like going out to look for him, but... Mm-hmm. So as you're thinking that outside of the window, you kind of hear like, <laughs> then he's like, oh, that's fucking stupid. And he's like, Maris. <laughs> All right. So I get up, not too eagerly, but, you know, take a breath. Like, okay, we're getting things are things are starting. Uh, coward, wake her up if she's up there. Has coward heard? I don't think so. Not no. through the door. Okay. You, you can hear him mumbling yeah. out there like, whoa, sure, whoa, whoa, where I'm. But I'm out here now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I get up. I'm dripping, but it's fine. And I uh, I walk over to the window and mm-hmm. open it up. It is open. Oh, and I stick my head out and I look at Kai. I'm like, "What's up?" So I I I was gonna wait till tomorrow, but I got us a meeting tonight to talk to Boss about you know things, the things we talked about, seeing the guy about the thing. Uh, Maris is like, "Yeah, I, I get it." You, you sure you want to be screaming this? Yeah, no, I don't. Couldn't. Do you? Well, why don't you? I was kind of hoping. Come on. Why don't we go? It's it's now. Maris snorts and shakes her head, but she's like, 
yeah, I'll see you in five. Great. Couldn't ask more. Bring Coward with you. Maris rolls her eyes. <laughs> she's like, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same old Maris. And you can kind of see him kind of like, kind of shrug it off and kind of look like look both ways down the street and then kind of, mm-hmm. and then he sets up shop sitting on like a, there's like a deck there that wraps around the building that he sits, sits down on to wait for you. As he's sitting there, as you're going back in the window, like the, the moment he sits down, like a woman comes up to talk to him and he's actually being quieter and more discreet than you're used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of weird. But yeah. at the same time, you can't hear what they're saying. You couldn't walk into the building to like see me, but okay. Cool. So I, uh, I get dressed. I guess I gear myself up, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know exactly what it is I'm walking into. So mm-hmm. not, cool. not, re- not really ready to leave all my shit behind. You get all your stuff, take stock of the room a little quicker than Coward did. You open the door and he's sitting there looking up at you expectantly. Was that was that car I heard down there? I know. I, I, I start walking away and I'm like, come on. All, all right, coming. Here I am, right behind you, right, right on, right on your, right on your heels, just like old Coward's supposed to be. I walk a little faster. Oh, picking up pace. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys go downstairs. You go to the bar, and as you're passing through, the same young woman is still the bartender, and she looks at you like expectantly, like, oh, are you, are you leaving? I, he, he paid for. I mean, you could come back. There's a couple of rooms if you want a different room, or did you want a different room? I turn to to Coward and I say. You, you got this, and I leave. <laughs> um, and you you hear him stammering off to her um, mm-hmm. as you head around the building to speak to Kai. Mm-hmm. And he says, so I think we should Who's... go grab your sister for this. It's probably, it'd probably be good if uh, all hands on deck kind of thing. I mean, I know this, well, I think she'd be into it. You know how exuberant she is in, well, all things life and death. Maris agrees. Sure thing, Kai. Last I saw her, she was at the gun tent. Oh, yeah, all right. Cool, cool, get it, cool. Sounds great. Well, let's go check it out. Car- Coward comes kind of around the building, and he comes up to Kai, and he's like, Catches he's up. like mumbling stuff, like, well, Kai, I didn't want, you know, girl to counter more. And, you know. and he's just like, all right, later, let's find, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it later. She ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So you head back to the market, same as before. A lot of tents are closed up. Mm-hmm. Still, some people floating around. You figure it's not long. I mean, you don't you don't know, but I'd say it's not long after Maris wandered away. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't stumble across her on the way there. No, you didn't. Eh. She's not there. You do notice that there's a security detail passing through. Two men in riot gear, very militaristic, very police, policey. They're kind of walking through with shotguns, presumably to keep people from looting each other's tents. You mm-hmm. feel like this is a fairly organized market, more organized than you're used to seeing in that the vendors seem to live here. Mm-hmm. It's a tight, it's a closed space with a small courtyard area, but it's still fairly serene based on the kind of thing you're used to. One of the men has like a mohawk made out of metal spikes on his riot helmet that he's put together. Cool. They're passing through to keep anybody from robbing each other, essentially, is kind of what you're intuning. All right. Should I... Yeah, I guess, should I read a sitch to know if they're, um, are they going to, to see us as potential, like, threats? No, you can just, you can just tell that they're, you're not causing any trouble, you're just passing mm-hmm. through, you know. Okay. The three, the three of you aren't of any concern, you know. All right. So, yeah, so then we, we get to, we go to their tent and I stick my head in. Okay. And what do I, what do I see? Pepper and Franks are there in bed nothing out of the ordinary their tent you didn't see you hadn't seen the back of their tent but mm-hmm. it's uh 
It's a fairly modest space back there set up with some accoutrement. You can tell that they live here. There's yeah. a, a back seat of a car against one wall. And so they're, they're asleep. They're asleep. They're yeah. asleep. And as you do that, you can hear Kai say like, oh, it's, it's, it's fine, man. Like, don't worry about it. And uh, mm-hmm. he's speaking now with the man with the, uh, the steel mohawk mm-hmm. who's saying like, you know them too? But he's still speaking to Kai, right? Yeah, he's like, it's cool, man. Like, she's looking for her sister. Like, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not trying to start any shit. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm just going to wait right here while you finish up then. Oh, no. I want to whistle. Maris can whistle. Jill, Jill can't. Okay. <laughs> like All a right. like a like one of those big, like, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can't do it either. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're actually doing that. <laughs> for a couple minutes, but then you... But then I do get a good one in? Then you get okay, a good great. one in, and <laughs> Kai laughs at you, and Coward doesn't seem to be paying t- attention to anything in particular, but the, uh, uh, the guard... Did you wake them up? No. I'm trying to wake them up. You're trying no. to wake them up? Yeah. Like oh. A... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you wake them up. Okay, good. But you all you also hear from down an alley, like, Fuck! It's Warble. She's heard you whistle, and she comes kind of scampering into the market area. Ah. Pepper and Franks wake up and they're like, the, the fuck? Um, but then, I, I say, never mind. Never mind, I got it. Yeah. And, and so I you, leave. You close the yeah. curtain and you can hear them still inside and, and they're like, the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're looking around. You, you, well, no, I mean, you can't hear you can't uh, hear them looking around for Warble. I maybe hear them like mumbling and they're yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You hear, you hear them mumbling to each other and yeah. you hear Warble's name pop up mm-hmm. a few times. Their mumbling is kind of like, huh? And then it's mm-hmm. like, huh? Like concerned, like, and then it's like, none of our business. And then so Warble kind of scampers up and asks what's going on. I tell her, Maris says, Kai's here. He's got a job for us. Yeah, we're going to go talk to the lady who runs the place and think she can... I think we'll make bank off this deal. It's okay. a good deal. All right. Warble, Warble looks at Maris, and she nods at her, and she looks, okay. Cool. All right. So Warble grabs her shit, and mm-hmm. Pepper and Franks are like, well, where, are you, where are you going? No concern of yours. Bye-bye, loves. Okay. She, and like, they, blows him a kiss and waves, and... And they look disappointed. Yeah. They're like, oh, that was, that was awesome. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the three of you head out. Kai is leading the way. And you leave the market area and pass into kind of the tighter alleys of the town, kind of extending out to an area that is, it's another area that gets kind of congested just with people's shacks made out of more miscellany. It's all, it's all just whatever the fuck people could drag into this area and pack up more, more cars on top of cars, like pieces of buildings put together, Mm. plywood, you know, a lot of just kind of nonsense that doesn't seem to stick together. And then it's all decorated. There's, there's like a lot of like decorations and stuff. There's stuffed animals nailed to the wall and the kind of the typical fair you figure, Mm -hmm. like it's kind of the same thing you've ever seen, but it still is painted the, the strange colors, but it's still painted the pastel colors Mm -hmm. and it's pretty dark and, and Kai is navigating, like he knows exactly where he's going, but you only pass like of every five lamplights you you pass, you only pass one that's lit. And so you arrive, kind of pass out into an open area where it's kind of like a small park where there's a fountain with a statue standing in the center of it. And the statue looks from history books, you'd say it's a colonial colonial man wearing like a ruffled shirt, but he doesn't have a head or an arm. Mm-hmm. Like he was holding one arm, like one arm's kind of like on his hip and the other's like pointing straight up and the arm 
that would have been that would gesturing have been up gesturing is somewhere. missing, <laughs> and he also doesn't have a head. And it looks, it wasn't a clean cut by any means. Like, well, portion of yeah. his shoulders are smashed off as well. Yeah, um, it's kind of a kind of a rough job to mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, there's no water in the fountain, but it's filled with something. What is it filled with? I mean, I was going to say sludge, but maybe it's just filled with, like, sand. There's no water in it, but it's filled with sand. And in that mm-hmm. sand are zen rakings mm-hmm. kind of around it in these pretty intricate geometric patterns. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't it wasn't particularly done with a rake, but rather... Maybe like a fork. Yeah, like a, a fork to make these very delicate swirls and whatnots. Mm-hmm. Beyond the statue is a building that's a large gray stone building, and it's got stairs up to it and columns in it. It's very prestigious looking. Yeah, we'll it doesn't st- sound very apocalypsy. No, it's, I mean, it's fucked up. Like, the yeah, con- but like, like a stone building. Yeah, but it's a stone building. I mean, but it's no, it's no huge secret. You can intuit that it once said First National Bank, hmm. but it says something more akin to Erst, Na, L, <laughs> Ann. <laughs> With the K sitting on the steps, having probably fairly recently committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> In light of its uh, absent brothers and sisters. Cool. So Kai turns to you all and he's like, all right, now let me do all the talking here. She's a tough lady, but she means well. And I know we could have waited, but I wanted to get this show on the road. So she's probably pretty grumpy and she already may or may not hate me. Mm-hmm. Maris wants to, because because I didn't think to do this earlier, because I forgot about all of my moves, Maris wants to, to read a person. She wants to read Kai. Don't forget, you can also do, well, your bullshitter move won't work on Kai, because he's an ally. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but I can use, I can use that on, on her later if I, mm-hmm. when we, yeah, when we um, talk. Okay. But I just want to... I feel like I feel like Kai's trustworthy since we've known him before and whatever, but... He's not you know, yet led you astray. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think we kind of discussed that, but it mm-hmm. seems it seems silly not to use my move and, like, know for sure. Mm-hmm. Go for so, it. seven plus sharp. Eight, nine, nine. Nine. So. Okay, so you can ask. Well, you okay. hold one. So at any point while they're talking, while you're talking, you can ask one of these questions and they have to answer you. So you have to continue with the conversation. Maris asks, Kai, y- you're sure about this? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it's kind of my ass, so... I mean, I know you got to get back to Joey with the, all this shit, but it'd be doing me a huge solid to help me help me out here. I'm not. I mean, you know, we we go way back, and I, this isn't really this isn't really me. So I just need mm-hmm. help. I need help here, and I, I can't figure out. You know, look, look, look. I'm not gonna go in there and kill everyone in this camp. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I know. I know. I talk big, but I want to use my question. What does your character intend to do? Kai, what do you really intend to do in this situation and once it's over in this whole I don't know. spiel? I, I don't really know. I mean, that's why I kind of wanted you here. I mean, it's, it's fucking serendipitous that you're here. I mean, if you'd come into town three days later, I'd probably be up to my dick in, in more trouble. Always, always away with words, Kai. Yeah, well... All right, Maris shrugs, and Warble hasn't really been paying attention, but Mm. she's coming along. Cool. We should also... So uh, she really doesn't quite understand what she's getting into at all. Just... Well, well, (laughs) Coward has been talking to her. Oh, okay. Like, while you guys have been 
like not walking, watching. Gotcha. I think she's probably been like asking him how he's been. And yeah, I was going to say, Warble actually likes Catward. Yeah. She's she's Let's a friendly, she's a friendly, friendly gal. She she she's not got any uh, Catward's Cow- uh, negative aspects are not. She's not deterred by them. Mm-hmm. She she's just like okay. Yeah. Here's so, here's Coward. Yeah. So, I know you. You hang um, around with that guy. <laughs> You've heard the story before, but he's mm-hmm. been telling you about how he met his wife. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How he's looking forward to getting back to see her again. Oh, she's still alive? It's never been made clear. <laughs> Aw, I hope you get to see her real soon, coward. And she pats him on, on the back. You're, all, you're always... You're always very considerate. You're always very considerate, Miss Marp, Miss Miss Warp, Miss Warble. Why don't you take a plus? Why don't we give Coward a plus two? A plus two for Warble. Mm-hmm. Kai leads you up through the building. There's mm-hmm. two men keeping guard out front. Same kind of like riot gear looking shit, but they're actually in two like folding beach chairs, just kind of like kicking their feet up on a stone railing on the porch of this building. Mm-hmm. So you take the like ten stairs up, and they don't. They see Kai coming. One of them, like, tips an imaginary hat to him, mm-hmm. and they kind of shrug him in, you know, like... Yeah, this, yeah. This dude. They, they know him. He, yeah. he knows he's got business with, mm-hmm. uh, with the lady of the house. Mm-hmm. Wait, so we're doing this job... Who are we doing this job for? Bost. For Bost. Why didn't I not write that down? But I remember, I remember the name. B-O-S-T. A-S-T. A-S-B-A-S-T. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had that problem last time. You did, and I made fun of you. <laughs> okay. And can you just refresh me quick on anything I know, like, about Bost? Like, what... She's going to go over it with you. Okay. But Kai has told you that she wants Algarvia taken care of, essentially. So I don't already know why that is, though? Like, I feel like I, I know um, uh, a little bit of the details of that situation. I don't remember if situation. you know the details or not, so let's just move forward. Okay. And it'll, yeah, we'll, she'll, go over we'll it just... Again. Re- uh, yeah. We'll just do it again. Yeah. I mean, Warble hasn't heard the details. No. So. Is she bugging Maris about it, or does she care? I was I was trying to think of this like earlier when we took our break. I feel like like Warble trusts Maris implicitly. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, I think Maris has always been the brains of the operation. Yeah. Yeah. We may. I don't remember if we established it or not, but they're they're close to forty. They've been doing this a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess Maris isn't super interested in the details, to be honest. But mm-hmm. um, do you think she's thinking the more details she know the knows, the harder it's going to be for her to follow Kai into whatever he's doing? Yeah. So like maybe <laughs> I'm kind of thinking that even once uh, Boss starts talking, Mar- Warble is going to like tune it out and. Oh, Warble doesn't want to know the details. Yeah, Warble doesn't. Okay, you said you said Maris. Oh, yeah, Maris. Maris wants to know what's up. She's. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think she did get the deets earlier, but Warble's. She got a fair breakdown of the of mm-hmm. the details, but nobody's really. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Maris gave. Yeah, Warble maybe, maybe the brief she wants version. to hear it from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go in through some security on the inside too. There's there's nobody really around, but there are some kind of areas where you could see that people probably work here during the day, mm-hmm. um, doing city shit. Yeah, and security security might be a little bit more stringent 
in other times, but they know Kai, so we mm-hmm. just we pass all the checkpoints. But there's no Pretty much. like yeah. Somebody frisks you right before you 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 come to an office that says president. Oh, um, so and do we give up our weapons then? Is that oh, I'm finish. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. But do I? Uh, I want my weapons. <laughs> so you get you get up to a door that is marked president, and there is a woman. She's red haired, and she has a kind of olive compre- complexion. Mm, with interesting combo freckles across her face yeah and it's mm-hmm. not it's not a fake red either it's a it's a real a mm-hmm. real red warble it's very interested mm-hmm. so she asks you to like you know raise your hands and she gives you a pat down warble but, leans into the pat down okay the woman's she doesn't lean away but she's kind of igno- like ignoring you just mm-hmm. looking kind of like down your body as she's patting you down and mm-hmm. she doesn't as she goes, you take stock that she's kind of just memorizing where your weapons are. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not interested in taking them away. She just she wants just to wants know to where know they all are. Where they all are. She does a, a par- fairly thorough pat down. Okay, but Warble, Warble definitely breathes hot on her neck. Mm-hmm. Like she leans in there and is cool. Is like nice work. Yeah. Nice work, red hair. The woman, the woman gives kind of like a smirk, like yeah, okay, like <laughs> cute. There's another man there uh, wearing riot gear, but he's just back up, same as before. He's got the same kind of shotgun they all have. It's like a pump action black shotgun with a pistol grip and a, and a shoulder stock. So very, very police, very policey. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing a helmet though, like the other guys. Kind of, he's got like a long blonde goatee. Yuck. Yeah, it's, long. yeah it's really long and Ugh. it's blonde and he's got kind of like floppy curly hair uh, that comes down to like his shoulders neither Maris or Warble are, in, are into that cool <laughs> and he's wearing a, a riot vest that says um, Denver PD oh. across the front um, is that where where we maybe are in Colorado like you're pretty I mean, sure you're there, not in there Colorado. are no state boundaries yeah. anymore but you're pretty sure you're further south okay. than Colorado Cool. So you go in and you see behind the desk a woman. She's uh, older. She's sitting there with her hands clasped in front of her. Like When wh- you say older, you mean like older than us? Yes. She's sitting there at her desk. She's got kind of a fairly business, businessy haircut mm. with like bangs and it's like short. It's very like, she looks like she would have been an executive in times past. She's older. She's probably in her mid to late 50s. Her hair is mm-hmm. very black. Um, I am thinking the boss from Workaholics right now. Um, she's uh, Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. There's hardly anybody in in entertainment. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't cast these with imaginary uh, actors. Okay. I had a photo of her, but I I, forgo- it's okay. I forgot. It's it. okay. Like a like a Middle Eastern Roseanne Barr. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like Plumper. A, like yeah. Like a little a little plump. You know, uh, some fat around her cheeks and neck. Mm-hmm. She sits with a very erect posture behind the desk. Um, mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like watching you come in. Mm-hmm. And the, the red-haired woman also comes in. And so does the gentleman. And they both, uh, you guys, there's two like big, like fluffy bank chairs in front. Kai kind of gives like a, like a bow to like offer you the chairs. Coward goes to sit in one, but then like realizes what Kai is doing the, the and he's bow. like oh he's like yeah like your boss would never bow free like yeah and he's like oh and he kind of yeah. like moves to the corner of the room but the okay. the man with the blonde hair kind of like gives him like a stand in front of me not behind me kind of look 
So Coward kind of like, like goes back and forth like, oh, like he, and he, he's even making that noise like, like he doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself. So he, he uh, Maris is getting so irritated by this. Mm-hmm. She's uh. like every muscle in her body is tensing. She yeah. cannot stand. Yeah. Uh, Finally, Cow- he, Coward is so like the antithesis of of her. <laughs> yeah. So he he eventually sits uh, on a stool that's kind of on this on one of the walls, and it's one of those uh, stools you find in libraries sometimes that like it rolls, but when you stand on it, it sits on the floor. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So it's still functional, but it gives kind of like a clunk as it mm-hmm. as he sits down on it, and he kind of like puts his hands on his knees, and he's got the shotgun like sitting on his. He's still got the shotgun with him, and it's like sitting across his lap. Yeah. I love those stools. I think that's like a brilliant thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I mean, well, no, just as as a invention or a thing. Like whoever made that, I'm like. Yeah. Why aren't there more of these? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't these everywhere? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably because they like. Like, I wonder if there's some, like, safety hazard with them. Or <laughs> there's some, like, fatal flaw in their design that we haven't... Uh, yeah. Meh. Haven't figured out yet. Mm-hmm. They should have them at, like, supermarkets and things. Ugh. What? Mm-hmm. They're only libraries. And I kind of hate at, libra- at, at supermarkets how, um, like, I can barely reach the top shelf. And I'm... I'm not a short woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a tall. I'm a, you know, average height. Mm-hmm. But, like, the idea is that women are the ones who are shopping for the groceries. Mm-hmm. And, like, if we can't get to the top shelf. Like, what the fuck is the point of you know, any of this? Yeah. Like, why have that top shelf at all if we can't get there? And you're not going to give us some fucking library stools to get it. <laughs> <laughs> we need library stools in every shopping center in america i am running for office on this platform okay yeah i feel you feel i very suddenly strongly. feel very strongly about this i can tell i can i can intuit that mm. fucking patriarchy man <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay. let's say that kai introduced you to the woman and the man before you came in because it seems foolish for bost to introduce you to her help mm-hmm. um so Kai introduced uh, the woman with the red hair. His name is Rash Ivy. Oh, okay. So I, Rash Ivy. She seems slightly immune to Warble's charms, but she's going to work on her. Kai explains that she was the head of the caravan guard, but doesn't explain much further what that means. She's also head of security. Floppy-haired guy's name is Merkin. And what does he do? He's a security. He's like Rash Ivy's second banana. Security numero dos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of his job to, whereas Rash Ivy is macro security, he's more micro, like pit boss for the security details. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe, I feel like maybe we should be doing these things in character voices. Should uh, Bast be like, I see you've met. Yeah, so she says, I see you've met Rash. As she says Rash, you hear Rash Ivy say, Ivy, like hmm. under her breath. Hmm. And Merkin, mm-hmm. Kai's familiar with their presence. To what do I owe the pleasure? Introduce yourselves. Maris gives Kai a little side eye at this because she's sort of assuming that something had been mentioned earlier about them being here, but... Well, he kind of, like, nods, like, yeah, like, yeah, go, she, go she, for it. Yeah, she defers to Bust, um, and she's like, my name's Maris, I'm a friend of Kai's, 
he asked me and my sister here, Warble, to to help out with the job. To solve is, my problem. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever it is you are looking for, we're here to help. I'll keep it blunt. Appreciated. As you know, the existence of this city is predicated on the lake, Escalante Lake, from which it gets its name. The sure. city was here before I got here, so I did not name it, but it is my charge to take care of it. My water source I graciously shared with Algarvia and her followers who camped on the riverbank and worshipped it like a god. When people started becoming sick, she turned on me and demanded that she take control of the lake because we were poisoning it. Great. Well, that's enough, and she's been rallying people against me in order to overtake the town. And I suspect she's been rallying troops at her camp down south to do just that, to take this from me, where it's my job to take care of it. This will not stand, where I so graciously offered to share duties with her. She has chosen to not abide by that, and wishes it all for her own, because I am nothing but a scourge on this area to her. Even though I've been caring for this place longer than she has been here, and so El Agua Sol can suck my proverbial dick. Warble giggles hysterically at the end of, of this, and as she's catching her breath, she's like, wait a second. You said poison? What kind of poison? This is a matter of contention between the two of us. I don't believe there's any problem with the water source. That the affliction affecting my citizens is something unassociated. And I've been working to find the cure or the cause of this affliction. Whereas Algarvia is content to blame the water. Gotcha, gotcha. Warble's like, oh, is that why there were all these dead people when we walked into town? Yes. Oh, that's so sad. Quite. And I would prefer to find a resolution to this as soon as possible, and that resolution does not involve a coup against me. Warble takes a fist and smashes it into her palm and, like, no, it does not. She's, she's very on board. She's, you know. I appreciate your exuberance. Warble will get on board with anything anybody is talking to her about. She immediately falls onto the side of whoever she's talking to, regardless of, of what it is. She's just like, yes. I appreciate it, mm-hmm. and I appreciate the honor you two serve, having agreed to take on your friend's debts and do mm-hmm. this job for me. Mm-hmm. Maris turns very abruptly to Kai. And he's like, whoa, 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 that's not what we agreed on at all. And she says, well, you're here, we're here, I want something, you don't have the other thing you owe me, so this shall do fine, as it were. Maris turns back to Bost and asks, what exactly is it that my friend here owes you? <laughs> she puts she puts friend in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Quaint. <laughs> Your friend's debts have exceeded limits at not one, but two gambling houses we operate within the city. Here we use a simple coinage for exchange. We only use it within the city walls. People call it clams, but it's idiotic. They're just fucking coins. And we don't <laughs> e- Presumably they call it clams because of the lake, but there aren't clams in the lake. There are crabs. I don't understand. Either way, not only has his debts exceeded at two gambling houses, but he's mm. also lost three women that he was in charge of caring for. Or lost? not so much caring for as Lo- protecting. Lost? Three prostitutes. Lost... How? Missing or...? Missing. We've had several disappearances of young women within the past several weeks. Hmm. Now, sending him to get them seems foolhardy, 
due to his incapacity to protect them to begin with. So instead, I'd rather he kill something that is more of a problem to me than some disappearing girls. And Kai is kind of like hanging his head in the background like, God damn it, like... Like, there's a part of him that wasn't quite sure that you would have to learn his failings. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of in the background and not quite, he won't make eye contact with you. And you can see Coward getting irritated that Bost is talking shit about mm. Kai. Uh-huh. Um, he's shifting and kind of shuffling. He's not sitting as, as still as he was when you came in. If, if he was less of a coward, he'd have stood up for his friend just now. Potentially. But, but of course, his name, <laughs> he would not be Coward if... Now, do these things for me, eliminate Algarvia and her camp, and I'll offer you another job. One that will make you rich, and one that will, at least within my city walls, offer you a sense of protection for some time now, as long as you choose to stay. Mm -hmm. With the loss of Root Bay, we've taken on her refugees, and I need a water trade. We've long established water trade between here and Saranato, and that once extended to Root Bay, but now I need it to extend beyond. I understand you two are travelers, so I'm hoping that once you've done this, we'll call it... Trial period? We'll call this a trial run. Mm-hmm. Simple. Take a threat, make it go away. When I when I agreed to do this for Kai, was I expecting some kind of payment for this job? I feel like I was, but... Yes. Yeah. He asked you mm-hmm. to do this, saying that you'd get paid for it, uh-huh. and that it would absolve his death and to now, Bost. Okay, and now this job is just absolving the debts. There's no payment. This job's, yeah, a gimme. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Now you both seem on board, at least whichever one you are. Is she is she looking at Warble? She's looking at Warble. Yeah. 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 Um no. No. Maris is is not having any of this. Maris says, "Thank you for this very generous offer, but we were anticipating payment on this particular job. Our friends' debts, they're they're not ours. If you want these girls back, We'd be happy to take on that job for payment, but, but... At this current juncture, I am not concerned with the disappearance of the girls. Perhaps at a later date we can discuss such a matter. In the meantime, I will pay you for this job. I will pay you up front for this job. In fact, I'll give you a room at one of my gambling houses. Not the nice one. <laughs> but I'll give you a place to stay. I'll give you a place to store your things. I'll even have a security detail on it. Mm-hmm. Mar- Maris is coming around. Maris is coming around. Now, the counter to that, and this is the part where I'm afraid it's ugly, honey. <laughs> if you don't do this for me, I'll have Rosh, and you hear it again, Ivy. <laughs> I'll have Rosh throw you in prison, and I take no, no joy in this. Really, I don't. <laughs> I'll have Rosh throw you in prison for a time I deem necessary, and then I'll have her sell Kai here and his lovely friend Coward to that motherfucker down south in Primrose at the Ruby Macaw. Oh my. And we'll see what that brings. In fact, that would be two birds with one stone, because I almost know without a doubt, that's where those girls are. Three birds. As many birds as I like, (laughs) really. Now, I'm not a woman who takes pleasure in such things, but I'm more than happy to do so. If you do not go, kill Algarvia. So I've made it simple. A room, money, kill the bitch, and I won't send you to be murdered before an audience. Maris gives Kai another look. She's a little resentful about the situation, but she shrugs. And Warble gives a kind of bow to Bost to indicate, like, yes, we will happily, like, deferring to to her. The pomp and circumstance is really unnecessary, dear. Mm -hmm. See Rosh, Ivy, Mm -hmm. and she'll help you get anything you need. Now, do we have a deal? Maris nods her head. Great, because we did anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, the four of you, go. Rush. Ivy. Help them. And they lead you out. Right. And you all get up and go out, and now you're standing in a bank lobby with mm-hmm. Rash, Ivy, and Merkin. Okay. Warble is standing right next to Rash, Ivy. A little, you know, too close. Mm-hmm. And she asks, so, where are we going? South of here, there's a camp. Algarvia is set up there with the rest of her followers. We'll okay. draw you a map. Let me know if you require any supplies, or if you need anything, really. And I'll set you up before you go. And Merkin's like, yeah, we got, a, we got weapons, but you guys seem like you're pretty well stocked already, so mm-hmm. shouldn't be any mm-hmm. issue. And, you know, Kai's like, feel like we could use shotguns. Those are always more than handy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Merkin reaches down and holds onto the bag you're holding with the weapon parts in there. He's like, we're going to hold onto these for the time being. Okay. I forgot to do any kind of, like, read a person or anything when we were in with the boss. She was very captivating. Mm-hmm. So... She's heard that before. <laughs> but with Merkin, I feel like he's a different kind of kind of person, so... I guess, yeah, Maris is going to roll for, for read person uh, while we uh, figure these details out. And she gets a six. Mm. Uh, plus, is there a plus or what read are you person? Read person. So Roll plus sharp. Plus sharp. Plus two. So an eight. Eight. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the success range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. Now, do you have any special moves that have to deal with reading a person? Don't bullshit a bullshitter. When you read a person, you can always ask, is this character telling the truth for free? They're lying. Roll plus sharp. Like, how do I know that they're lying to roll? Then? I'll tell you. Like, oh, okay. If I tell you that they're to lying. To roll. In the future, any bullshitter can be used to tell what's up and help defend the truth or back you up in the lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so you're reading You're reading him? Yeah. And you're, you want to determine. So that's basically like a move that comes after you read a person, if you think they're lying. Oh, okay. Which, so the bullshit of bullshitter is something that I would do after I think that they're lying? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, but like, yeah, I can always read a person. I can always ask, is this character telling the truth for free? So that's like a free ask on the read a person. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a free ask on there. And mm-hmm. then if I'm lying, then you say, if it's a lie, then I get to roll. Okay. Yeah, because one of the one of the questions is, is this, per- is this character telling the truth? Mm-hmm. If they're lying to you, then you can re-roll. Okay, fuck. Okay, so maybe I rolled too early because when we did it before, you were like, well, to keep the conversation yeah, going. Yeah, it has to happen, but... like, mid-conversation. Okay. I, f- I thought, like, okay, I'll read it. I'll do it now so that our conversation is a thing. But, okay. Yeah, but it, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's well, he's just yeah, got his so hand on the our... bag, the, the locked up bag with the weapons parts in it and he's like we're gonna hold on to these for you mm-hmm. and he's gonna take it off your shoulder but he's being very gentle about it he's not trying to provoke you he's just saying like i'm gonna take this and you're gonna let me mm-hmm. i want to know what's this what is this character really feeling what, what are you really feeling right now like he's relieved that he doesn't have to do this mm-hmm. and he is hoping that you succeed okay he's on your side but he's also glad that it's not him going out down going down to this camp Mm -hmm. to presumably murder everyone so it's not it's not necessarily a suicide mission no okay as far as i can tell it's so you've got you've got a one 
No, um, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a suicide mission. Merkin's just like, yeah, he's just generally relieved that it's not him having to do it. Not for fear of death, but for fear of having to just wipe these people out. Okay. You get you get the impression that it's more that, that he's just not super stoked about the idea of having to go into a camp of water cultists and kill them all because oh. Bost wants him to. Right. I thought it was just an assassination. The one person. No, Bost wants you to kill everyone. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Because she's worried that they're... I got a little turned around there mm -hmm. okay that's fine yeah my impression going in was that it was just the the one person that we were killing was the leader well i mean you could formulate a plan to see if that works first mm -hmm. yeah kill the head and the body will die mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like that would be kind of maris's typical go-to yeah you know i feel like maris would be maximum result for minimal effort yeah mm -hmm. yeah i agree are you gonna let merkin take the bag yeah, what's what's he taking again? He's taking the, the locked bag of weapon parts. Okay. And he's just like, we're going to... Hold I'm gonna, on to I'm going to hold on to this for you. Uh-huh. Security detail or not over at the... What's the name of the gambling den you're going to stay in? The second best. The, the second best gambling den? I didn't write it down if there was a, no, a we, name for it. we didn't come up. That's what I'm asking. Oh, what's, you're asking me what... <laughs> what's the name of it? Yeah. Uh, dice, dice, dice. Dice, dice, dice. So he's like, security detail or not at Dice, Dice, Dice. I get the impression this is important. Mm -hmm. I'll hold on to it for you. Um, Mar Maris nods. She's a woman of few words. Mm -hmm. They take your bags. They tell you to figure out what you need and come back. Mm -hmm. Rash tells you, Ivy. <laughs> what, would you, what, do we, what do we do? So I guess we have like a little powwow right here. Maris glares at Kai just to, just to set him straight on whatever. She's not going to get into it, but she's like, she puts everything she wants to say into this glare of like, I am not happy with you. Yeah. But. And he's like, I didn't think it was going to go down like that. When she I. Stop, she stops him from talking. She, she doesn't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. she, hands up in his face. Jesus, Kai, that woman was really not so, very friendly to you at all. Like, I thought, I thought this was going to go much better than all than the way that went. Because the way. Hand again. I mean, the way you, over oh, oh, the face. Mm, 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 mm. He's like, mm -hmm. so what do, what do we know about this place where we're heading to? Uh, it's a camp. El, El Alguazil, right? That's, yeah, that's the name of the, the group. We'll oh. say. They don't, it doesn't really, the area they're at is a old oasis. I mean, it's an, it's an oasis. It's like a spring. Um, mm -hmm. It's kind of in the middle of the desert, but I haven't uh, done any recon or anything on it yet. That's usually kind of your thing. Maris kind of sighs. She was hoping for some information so that they would know what they needed to bring. Yeah. But so he's kind of like starting to like, he's kind of like nodding like, let's do this somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Looking at Rash Ivy and being like, I mean, how hard could it be? We could probably just get something huge and blow the place up. Like kind of like, let's not talk in front of Rash Ivy and Morgan because oh, okay. I don't really want to kill everyone. So can we leave? <laughs> okay. I mean, I was thinking that maybe if we needed to ask them for, you know, just information mm -hmm. about the place, we could turn to them. You, you could ask them yeah, questions. So Maris turns to them. It's like, either, either one of you know about this camp they got set up? No. We just know they took up and left mm -hmm. when Algarvia and Boss started to get short with each other. All right. Maris looks to uh, to Merkin for confirmation. He shrugs. Oh. All right. Like, yeah, they're nice enough people, but 
they took off. Like, I don't know, presume, like we know they're camped south of here only because once or twice we've had people defect, so to say. But even then we don't trust them and we keep a close eye. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not quite sure if she's planting seeds or if these people really just want nothing to do with her anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. Maris is, uh, Maris is like, thanks for all the intel and turns away and kind of leads her, her out of there so that they can. Merkin laughs. Like he, he gives like a, <laughs> 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 like, yeah. And Rash, you know, Rash Ivy's like, good luck. <laughs> so you want to go check have a, in? Have a powwow, He's, work out, work so out Kai, our, Kai's our game like, plan. So it's like 2 a.m. now. Mm-hmm. And Kai's like, all right, well, why don't we got a free room? We'll talk there. Okay. Okay. So, But I mean, it's for all of us. He's yeah. not, yeah. Yeah, no. Kai leads you to Dice, Dice, Dice. Hmm. It's not a scrap building like the bucket hole was, the bad bucket. I mean, it, you know, it's fucked up, but it's a... You head down and you notice as you're walking through the sandy streets that it starts to break up into an asphalt street and there's like curbs and sidewalks mm-hmm. and a couple of fallen over streetlights in this area of town. They've been taken down. You can see the places where they were once mounted to the sidewalk, but now they've been taken down and turned into kind of, they're kind of just like laid on the curb to separate the street from the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. There's kind of this like pathway of streetlights. You come through an area. It's gotten fairly sparse out here. There's still... To one side of you, there's still, like, the favela-type slum kind of built up and packed together. But then over here, it's kind of a little more open. Dice 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 is actually, like, three old storefronts. Mm -hmm. Um, The glass is all gone, and there's bars welded up, essentially. There's a light-up sign out front. It's rowdy as fuck in there. You can hear it. You're surprised Mm -hmm. you hadn't heard it. You, You heard it coming up to it, but you're surprised you couldn't hear it from where you were staying at the bucket hole earlier tonight. Mm-hmm. Any order the market even. You had heard something going on and you wonder if this is what it was. Mm-hmm. Dice, dice, dice has a light up sign that's like, dice, 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 like, <laughs> and it's, it's kind of lighting up the whole street mm. uh, to a surprising degree. And this is the second best casino. Yeah, so it's a little ratty. All the windows are busted out. Um, Mm -hmm. You can see people in, like, the second floor hanging out the windows, carrying on, drinking, smoking cigarettes, whatnot. There are people up on the roof doing the same. You go in. It's a rowdy scene. There's a bar. There's there's gambling going on. There's multiple security guards dressed in riot gear. There's what you'd call the pit bosses there, too, who are huge dudes in suits. There's one big woman walking around who's particularly striking, who's wearing a big red bow tie. Hmm. So you go in and Kai checks in with someone and kind of like, you can't exactly hear what he's saying because it's so loud, but you can hear him talking about Bost. As he's doing this, at the back of the room, you can hear a commotion and there's more lights up on the wall, like light bulbs. And Mm -hmm. what's happening is you can see it's basically like a wall of light bulbs and incrementally it's climbing up the wall going up every like the so lights sec- are one row at the bottom lights yeah. up and the next one the next yeah. one so but like together like the first one then like the first and row, second and then, then the first second row. and third mm-hmm. yeah as you cut through the crowd you see there is a lithe and athletic chinese woman pedaling the fuck out of a bicycle mm. and the harder she pedals the more lights come on you notice as well that the light from outside coming in the front area is also getting brighter so you you kind of intuit that this bicycle is like kind of plugged into the whole place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's riding like hell people are placing bets she's like fucking sweating she's wearing like really like athletic clothing mm-hmm. she pedals like all hell 
and she's like fucking screaming and sweating and mm-hmm. going crazy with it until that whole fucking wall is lit up. Mm-hmm. And Warble starts whooping and hollering and cheering. Yeah. She, you know, she's just barely kind of caught on to what's going on, but she's she's in it. Mm-hmm. Woo! You go, go! <laughs> Light that shit up! So as she goes, the light finally hits the top of the wall and everyone just loses their fucking mind. Mm -hmm. And this woman jumps off the bike and puts her hands up in the air like a boxer who just won won a match. Yeah. You know, and people... Just punched out Mike Tyson or whatever. Yeah. mm -hmm. In fact, she walks up to a dude standing there clapping and just fucking... (laughs) Just punches punches him in the face. face. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, he's like stoked. Like he spits like blood across the room and he's just like, yeah! Like, like, this is awesome! There's like another person gathering up all the money Mm. from the table and handing it out to people. The bike's still kind of spinning, and as it spins, it slowly spins down and down, and the, the wall uh-huh. slowly the getting going dimmer. lower and lower. <laughs> this woman comes up to Warble and puts a fucking kiss right on her mouth. Mm, the, the Chinese woman mm-hmm. who just won the, won the match. Mm-hmm. Warble picks her up mm-hmm. so she can wrap her, her mm-hmm. legs around her back, and she carries her up the stairs. She's not exactly no. sure where she's going. No, no, she doesn't let her do that. No. She uh-uh. she kind of like jumps on and gives a kiss and then pushes you hard enough to like jump off of you. Like, no, you're not taking me fucking anywhere. <laughs> you know. Ooh, Warble got a little carried away. Yeah, a little. The place starts to kind of like settle down a little and mm-hmm. uh, this woman walks up to Kai and punches him in the shoulder to mm. as hard as she can. He's a big guy, but he stumbles back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Does and he know? Does he know her? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Fucking A! That was the best run yet! <laughs> she says something to the effect of, It's not my best time, but it's better than most. Warble, Warble gives her a round of applause, and she's... She's just like, yeah, girl! Yeah, she's like, thanks, and like gives like a curtsy. Like, mm-hmm. boop! Like... This woman, Kai, introduces her. Maris Warble, this is... And before she can finish, she's, she's like, new, I'm new. Hmm, pleased to meet you, new. And Maris just nods, kind of not interested. She's focused on, we're supposed to be talking about game plans for, like, the shit that you got us into, Kai. Y'all don't look like you're here to party. She's counting out her money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maris looks at her like, you got that right, and kind of, like, pushes Kai towards the stairs, and Warble hangs back a little bit to be like... Like, uh, I don't know, something like, uh... News like, what's the scoop? Oh, my sister. She and Kai have got some business. I'm going to help. Kind of business? I'm always um, interested in business. Something about water? Something about water. I don't remember. And she, like, hollers up. She's like, Kai, what's this bitch talking about? Uh, so has Warble's pe- like, it doesn't matter. She's like... You know, you might be into this. You want to come upstairs with us? She's like, well, not in the typical way. Kind of already burned out for the night. Mm-hmm. Kind of made the cat. Kind of made my cash for now, and I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna bail. And he's like, no, 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 no. Uh, he's like, I'm kind of already uh, like, run dry, and kind of like nudges Mar- you know. nudges Maris, and mm-hmm. as he nudges Maris, Warble notices. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and like, and, and coward is not typically invited to these sorts of affairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so Warble has noticed noticed the implication between her 
sister mm-hmm. and uh, Kai. Uh, How does she, she feel about that? She uh, raises her eyebrows at Maris and then does the whole uh, hole in the finger thing, like, and nods her head at her, like, hey. Yeah. yeah. And Kai, like, snaps and points two fingers and she's like, she gets it. Warwell does it right back at him. <laughs> snaps. He laughs. He's laughing. He's laughing. <laughs> and he's like, you want to make some cash? And he's like, of course I want to make some cash. And he invites her upstairs with you. Excellent. The bigger the party, the better. Kai explains the situation. You all kind of hang out. You're in like what would be the honeymoon suite Mm -hmm. slash penthouse. Like it's a a big room. It's big enough for the the lot of you. Mm -hmm. Heart-shaped bed. Heart-shaped bed that spins. That spins. Mirrors everywhere. Yeah. In fact, the whole... I mean, they're probably all broken. Yeah. uh, (laughs) There would have been mirrors. Y'all are sitting on some kind of like ratty couches that are taped back together with duct tape, but Warble's laying out on the bed, splayed out, like she's making a snow angel on it. It does... It spins, but it's not motorized, so Coward's Uh kind of like pushing it. Pushing it around for her. He's like pushing... Like spinning it for (laughs) her. (laughs) Yeah. And so New is like, so what's the job? Mm Mm-hmm. Got into some shit. Ask these ladies for some help. Always use more ladies. And so, and then New turns to you and she's like, New turns to Maris and she's like, she's what, so what's your deal? What kind of shit? The punching kind? Yeah, probably, probably more the shooting kind. Mm. She looks at Kai and she's like, less interested. Mm-hmm. And Kai's like, you can hit whatever you want. She's like, more interested? <laughs> you look like the planner. What do you call it? To Maris. Uh-huh. Look, I call it a job. We're, I... What kind? She's getting like frustrated. She's mm-hmm. like, "You don't have to talk around it. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I'll make like, it easy." Ma- Maris is a woman of few words, so I'm just not sure exactly how she would sum it up. Some bitch thinks the water's poison, and we're gonna take care of her. Take care of her? How I think you want to take care of her? Yep. Okay. What's the cut? And she looks at Kai. Yeah, about that. Uh, we're here in this room. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, and? And he's like, and we get paid later. And, yeah. And News just like, you don't know how much you're getting paid to fuck someone's shit up? And he's like, in this case, no. That seems like something Maris should have thought to work out. Does she want to speak up? Yeah, I think she believes that this, this woman could help her. So Maris says, Kai's not getting a cut. I'm getting a cut. And we could use the help. So I'll, uh, I'll treat you fair. Well, I like the sound of that. You look like a blunt instrument. What could you need me for? This one's huge. Yeah, but you look at his friend. Fair. Fair. (laughs) She claps and jumps to her feet. And she's like, great, I'll get my shit. When do we leave? Thank you for listening to this episode of This Wicked Way Comes. We've been Jill Sherman and Matthew Sahaki. DJ Cash File was played by Timothy Bronner. Our theme song was written by Garrett DeVoe and Francesca Caruso. Apocalypse World was designed and created by Vincent Emigay Baker. Consider donating to Rain at rainwith2ends.org. This Wicked Way Comes is supported by KFAI.org. Community Radio 90.3, Minneapolis, 106.7, St. Paul. Episodes are released every other Monday at kfai.org. Please review on iTunes, subscribe at your local podcast distributor, 
and spread the word with your mouth words to all survivors and heirs. Harass us on Twitter at ThisWickedWay. Send Twitter's twins and twinks to Medusa at ThisWickedWayComes.com. If you're a lady making music or know someone who is and would like their music featured in an episode, get in touch. Champagne dreams all my sweet somethings of Radioland. And remember, you are a universe of your cumulative experiences. Hold on to the pain. Hang your head and swing your hair slowly for Iris, spelled I-R-E-S-S, with this long, slow screw called Wolves. Support them at weareiris.com. Iris.com.